Alrighty guys, what is going on? Welcome back to the Eric Roberts Fitness Podcast. I hope you're doing super well. Hope you're doing amazing. Um, very quickly, I just this keeps bothering me, so I have to bring this up as much as I, I can, apparently. I don't understand. I, I put my application for my passport in, like, March 24th or something. It was, like, the day they stopped processing passports. And they told me, they were like, oh, yeah, you know, when we restart back up, like, we're going to go first in, first out, so yours is going to be done from the first, like, couple weeks. I'm like, oh, perfect, sweet, wonderful. My brother also needed his passport, so he put his in, like, the end of May. And I'm like, oh, dude, you're going to have to wait a while to get yours. Like, I'm going to get mine way before yours. He texted me, like, earlier this week, and he was like, oh, uh, I'm getting my passport um, next week. I'm like, wait, wait, what? Like, I don't what do you mean? You put yours in three months after mine. Like, how how are you getting yours? So I call the agency, and then I'm like, okay, like, cool. Um, My brother's getting his passport. He put his in three months after mine. Clearly, this is not a first-in, first-out basis. So what's going on here? Like, oh, well, you know, is, you know, we, we say it's first in, first out, but, you know, there's so many individual factors that come into play. I'm like, I don't quite understand. Do you even have my passport? Like, do you even have my birth certificate? Do you have anything at this point? Like, I'm a bit worried, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I just have to bring that up because that is really grinding my gears recently. So, um, but, yeah, so like I said, I'm here uh, recording this podcast on a rainy Sunday night here in Northern Virginia. Um, so... Today's podcast, what I want to touch on is, and I, randomly, I was just sitting here working, and I thought of this, so I wanted uh, I wanted to make a podcast on it, and you can tell by the title, it's, dieting is not an extreme sport, like, dieting is not like BMX, or dieting is not like professional football, like, it, dieting does not have to be this, like, super intense, super all-out, super, like, uh, I mean, I just said it, intense, like, high-intensity thing, because... What people normally think about when they when they think about diet is they basically think, how can I eat the least amount of calories and, and lose weight? And that's like a that's like a scarcity mindset, right? It's like, how can I eat the least and lose weight? I want to lose the most weight possible. How can I eat the least amount possible? What you should be thinking is, how can I eat the most I possibly can and still lose weight? Like, that is what you should be thinking about because it, here's the thing. You can't you can't go hard 24/7 365 days a year 100% of the time. It, it's just it's not possible. I don't there is nobody who does that. Even professional bodybuilders, if you if you look at them, they'll take 2 months of off of training and and watching their diet. Like 2 months out of the year, they don't train and they don't watch their diet. They they'll probably work out still just because they enjoy working out, but like if you look at the top level bodybuilders, they don't actually train or watch their diet for 2 months after a show. Why is that? Like you're mentally and physically burnt out. It's the same thing with a, a professional sport like football. There isn't football every single day of the every single Sunday of the year. There isn't basketball every single day of the year. They have off seasons, you know. Like they don't just play basketball 24/7 365. They they have off seasons to, you know, mentally and physically recover. Yet for some reason you think that you can diet all year round 24/7 which actually leads you to never end up actually dieting because you're nobody can diet for an entire year 100% straight like it's just not possible. 
I mean, it may be possible for 5% of people, but you, you get what I'm saying. And like, I think of it like this, you not only like, for example, professional sports, they don't, they have off seasons, but also you have a work-life balance. I'm sure you don't work 24, seven, 365 days of the year. You probably take vacations. You probably have weekends off. You, you probably have, you're done working by five or 6 PM. Like you have a work-life balance. But it seems that you don't want to have a diet balance. You you don't want to have a time where you're you're God forbid quote unquote losing progress or or maintaining progress, which is like that's I'm gonna get into that too. But that's just absolutely absurd. But I mean, let's let's actually get into it because I, I will say this: this is different for everybody. So for example, for for one person, and I've coached enough people to know this. For one person, I mean. This this form of like you know diet balance. Let's just call it diet balance. Um, this form of diet balance may may simply be like, yes, you can stay in a calorie deficit and they and you enjoy staying in a calorie deficit. That's fine for you. But you have to be able to work in certain foods. Like you have to be able to work in an ice cream when you want it. You have to be able to work in you know a drink here and there. Whatever the case is for you, like that may mean fitting in certain foods. Like if you truly want to stay in a deficit, like that's. That's fine. I'm not saying you can't do that, but that may just mean you have to work a bit harder to, you know, somehow cut back calories during the day or whatever else it is to then get to the point where you're like, okay, I can fit this, you know, this, these two scoops of ice cream into my calories and still be good to go. Like that may be for you. That may be uh, what diet balance is, and that's totally okay. Again, I've, I've, I have plenty of clients who, who stick in their calorie deficit and still quote unquote stay on their diet. But their form of balance is I need to be able to have foods I enjoy, which is to- – and they tell me, hey, I, I want to do this, but I want to I be able to to stick to the foods – to, to enjoy foods that I, that I enjoy. And it's 100% fine. But here's the thing. Some people simply cannot do that, at, at least at first. Some people simply cannot do that at first. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's not like <laughs> – it's not a it's not a sin for you to go out of your diet. Now I will say this: like obviously, consistency is by far the most important thing. If if you are every single weekend going off your diet, yes, that's probably not the best for you to see results. But if you have planned times of the year, of the month, of whatever it is, where you're like, okay, this day I'm gonna eat at maintenance calories instead of being in my calorie deficit, I'm going to eat at maintenance calories. So for example, if your calorie deficit is 1500 and your maintenance is 2000 and you have your son's soccer game coming up where you know you're going out with other parents afterwards you may again this is where individuality comes into play you you may be that person that says okay you know what like i have to make sure during the day i do x y and z so i can have two slices of pizza and a drink at dinner and still be in my calorie deficit that's okay or what is also okay is saying, okay, six days of the week, I'm going to make sure I'm in my deficit and that, and that one day I'm going to eat at maintenance. People get scared of this because they think, oh my God, the person who's going to be on the diet instead of being at maintenance is going to see faster progress. And it's just, again, it's dieting is not this extreme sport. You don't have to be all in. Like you, you do not have to go balls to the walls 24 7 365 days a year like okay cool that person is in a deficit and that person's at maintenance for one night what's the big deal it, it's not that serious and but again 
a lot of people think that, oh my God, that that person is going to make faster progress. So I have to stick in a deficit. Like I have to stay in my diet. I can't enjoy, I can't enjoy foods or I can't do X, Y, and Z. I have to stay in my diet. Whereas the more you think about that, the more that le- feeds into the, the thought process of, okay, I got to be perfect. Okay, I got to stick to my deficit. Cool. You and, and that Saturday night, you probably do. You probably stick to your deficit. Cool. But then the next Saturday night rolls around and you're like, shit, I'm in the same situation. And then the next one. And then the next one. And then eventually you're like, okay, I'm not sticking to my diet. Screw this. And you go off track and you binge for two days or you do X, Y, and Z for two days. And like the, the process of you trying to stick to your diet perfectly to see faster results is actually going to slow down your results long term because it's not going to lead to good adherence. And again, I talked about off seasons for professional athletes. Like mentally, it, it's it's hard to go compete at your highest level mentally hard for the entire season. That is difficult. That's why like people talk about oh when the when the playoffs come around, you know things get ramped up because they take their intensity to an even another level. It's the same thing with dieting. It is very very hard to mentally stay in a fat loss mindset for the entire year. All you, what, the entire year, all you think about is losing weight? What kind of life is that? Do you really want that life? Like, is that all you want to think about all year long? Or you know what? Like, hey, if you're going on a one-week vacation, like, cool, eat at maintenance that week. Or you know what? Like, don't even track that week. Like, don't you kind of want to have some fun in your life as well? Don't you want to be able to enjoy your life? Don't you want to be able to have a a diet balance, a a work-life diet balance? Because again, if you're if you're trying to be on point 24/7 365 days a year with your diet, you, it's just not going to happen. You're not going you, you are not going to do it. The the best athletes in the world can't do that. Let alone like you want to be able to stay in this mindset of I have to be on point every single day, every single second of the year. It's not realistic. And and again, part of my job as a coach, as a teacher, whatever you want to call it, like is to have you set real, realistic expectations because if you think that you have to be on point 24-7, 365 days a year, when inevitably that does not happen, you're going to feel like shit. You're, you're going to feel like you messed something up. You're going to feel like you're not good enough. You're going to feel like, oh, I can't do this. That's not the case. You, you, this, this does not have to be this, this, again, this extreme sport. You can have times where, listen, for example, if you're trying to stick to 1,200 calories every single week, week after week, that is difficult. That is not easy for anybody to do, let alone somebody who is 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 pounds overweight, who has had these years and years and years of bad habits in their head that they've been doing for years and years. All of a sudden, you think, okay, yeah, I'm going to eat 1,200 calories for a month or two or three and fix everything. That doesn't work like that. <laughs> like it, it just simply does not work like that. So And again, like I touched on this earlier, but you're trying to eat 1,200 calories for seven days a week for who knows how long. You don't even know. You're just like, oh, I'll just stop when I get to my goal. It's not. It's not a very good plan to have. You don't. You don't even have a plan. You're just like free balling it. You're just throwing a dart at the dartboard in the dark with a blindfold. Like you have. You don't have a clue when you're going to end up. And that's the other thing too. Having a plan, having some sort of structure, having some sort of of guidance. Because if you're just like, oh yeah, I'll eat 1,200 calories until I hit my goal. Well, when the hell is that going to be? There's no – that could be two months. That could be six months. That could be 12 months. You have no clue. And you think like, holy crap, I'm going to have to do this for a while. I'm going to have to do this until I hit my goal. I don't know when that's going to be. Like it already causes anxiety in your head and it causes you to not be not be as 
disciplined or as excited about the pro about the process as you want because uh, again if you're just like yeah let me eat these 1200 calories for as long as i can I, cool good luck like good good luck doing that I, I, really that's all i can say to you because you have no plan you don't have a plan of okay let me hit 1200 calories for example for set for seven days straight and then i'll give myself one day of a maintenance calorie like you, you just have no plan so i'd much rather you do 1500 calories or 16 or 1700 calories make a bit quote unquote slower progress at first which is actually going to lead to better progress long term because if you think about it you keep trying to do 1200 calories and you keep having to get back on track all that time that you spent getting back on track you could have been on track with 1500 calories or 1600 calories and all those days, all those four or five days, three or four days here and there, they add up. And over a span of over a span of six months, you keep having to get back on track every other weekend, as opposed to just coasting away with 16, 1700 calories. You think your progress is going to be slower because you're eating more calories, but in reality, your progress is going to be faster long term because you're actually adhering to the plan better. You're actually sticking to those 15, 1600 calories better, and you're able to see better results because you can stick to that better because you're not restricting your entire lifestyle, and it doesn't require that much mental energy from you because dieting requires mental energy. Like you not only, not only are you trying to eat 1200 calories, which is insane to begin with, but you're also trying to raise a family. You're also trying to do your work. You're also trying to take care of your spouse. You're also trying to deal with COVID. You're also trying to deal with quarantine. You're trying to, you know, get your kids back into the swing of school. Like there's going to be things pulling in your direction and you having to mentally put forth the energy of sticking to a diet. It's, it's hard. It's not easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it. And again, this is where you can have, if for example, you say, okay, for two weeks straight, I'm going to stick to my, stick to my calorie deficit. You know, okay, two weeks, 14 days. On the 10th day, something may happen where you're like, oh my God, like, you know, I want to eat more or I don't want to stick to my plan or whatever it is. But you say in your head, okay, like I have four more days. Just get me to four more days and I can have a more, I can have maintenance calories. I, I can give myself mentally a break. I won't have to worry so much about every single calorie. I won't have to worry so much about, you know, keeping my food portion in check. I won't have to, I, I won't have to worry so much. It'll be, a, a stress off your back and you and you probably will not you're not going to go binge you're not going to go do the x y and z because you still you have a plan of maintenance calories but that being said you can mentally recharge yourself a bit because again like i just said dieting takes mental energy from you it, it takes mental and physical energy from you and get, on top of that it's a stress on your body so if you're dieting and you have other stressors going on like you have to somehow balance all this stress and, and so that that's a big thing right there is again like for example if you know that you know you're having a, a a maintenance week or whatever when you go on vacation like okay cool a month out of vacation you're gonna be that much more inclined to stay consistent with what you're doing because you say okay let me just get to vacation or let me just get to x y and z and then, then i can give myself maintenance calories i can give myself a little bit of a break and again you, you know what like i'm going to contradict myself right here like you may be that person that says oh no like i want to keep going and that's totally fine but I strongly urge you to to think about it the the long the long game here in the bigger picture because as I've said before this entire podcast thus far this does not have to be something where you are so intensely going hard 24/7 365 days a year it it just does not have to be that way like for example if you're 
maintenance calories are 2000. Let's just say you're, you're to, to maintain the weight you're at right now, your maintenance calories are 2000. I've had clients where, especially starting off, I've had clients where I, I say, okay, you know, we're going to shoot for 1500 calories a day. That'd be a pound of a pound of fat loss a week. But here's the thing. I know on the weekends you like to eat out. I know on the weekends you like to do X, Y, and Z. So you know what? We're going to give you more calories on the weekend. So instead of what you've been doing is just eating whatever the hell you want on the weekends and drinking whatever the hell you want, what we're going to do is, okay, cool. During the week, instead of 1,500 calories, let's create a, a bigger deficit during the week, right? So let's create a bigger deficit during the week of 1,400 calories, just 100 calories extra, Monday through Friday. On the weekend, that will then give you an extra 250 calories a day to work with. So instead of being at 1,500 calories per day, you do 1,400 during the week, and then the weekends are 1,750. Again, this is not you going off track. This is not you, you know, binging. This is not you. This is not an excuse to eat and drink whatever the hell you want to drink. And especially because it's one thing to get more calories from nutrient dense whole foods. It's another to get more calories from alcohol. Right? That those are two totally different nutrient dense compositions like alcohol basically does nothing for you whereas like you know obviously food has nutrients has things that can you know replenish muscle glycogen in your muscle cells to help recovery all those kind of things but that may be a different conversation a different scope of conversation for a different podcast but either way again if you do 1400 calories for five days straight that is 7,000 calories now let me remind you we were trying to do 1500 calories a day for seven days straight Instead, we're doing, you know, four, five days a week of 1,400 and then two days of 1,750. Why is this? Because 1,500 times 7 is 10,500 calories for the week, right? So either way, we're going to try to get to 10,500 calories for the week. So again, what you can do is Monday through Friday, 1,400, Saturday, Sunday, 1,750, because 1,750 times 2 is 3,500 plus the 7,000 calories you had during the week from your 1,400 calories that gives you 10,500 calories. And that also gives you some flexibility during the during the weekend to like like we said like enjoy different foods or you know eat out with your friends or have a drink here and there whatever it is. At the end of the week you're still at the same calorie amount you would have been at. But again, this 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 bleeds into the you can still have you can still do things, you can still have more calories, you can still do x y and z. And still lose weight. Like you don't have to be like, okay, well, you know, I I really want to go out with my friends, but 1,200 calories, that's all I got to stick to. Like take a smarter approach. Set yourself up for better, excuse me, burp. Set yourself up for better success as opposed to, again, you setting yourself up for failure by trying to stick to 1,200 calories for the rest of your life until you hit your goal body weight. That's just, I don't, I don't know how, that's just, it's not very feasible for most people. I mean, can some people do it? Sure, but some people are also professional athletes and some are not. So, like, I, I think the the main point of this podcast I'm trying to get across, and I hope I have, I kind of rambled a bit, but periods of – some periods of either less intensity and or maintenance with your diet is 100% okay. And, like, even – People hear that word maintenance. They're like, "Oh no, no, no! no. I, I got to be losing fat every single day of the year. I, I'm, I, I need to lose weight." Cool. It's not a fucking sprint. It again, it's not. You're not having to go balls to the walls. Like, okay, if you're getting married, like, and you want to look a certain way, you want to be a certain weight. Like, I understand that's one thing. But like, for example, I had I had somebody message me on TikTok and was like, "Hey, I have to go on vacation in like 27 days. 
what what can I do? I'm like, plan better next time. Like, <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. Like, you're not – no, that's not how this works. Like, and again, like, hopefully that – I try to talk to that person about, you know, sustainability and like, listen, like, you have 27 days. You want to lose 30 pounds. Like, it's not going to happen. And if you do, like – going to do some seriously bad things to get to that point so i hope they don't go down that path but again like getting back to the point of what i was talking about there are periods of time where it's okay to have maintenance it's okay to be at maintenance calories it's okay to you know eat at maintenance calories or or just in general just have the have the goal of maintenance like for example if you know when november rolls around and that's a that's a hectic month for a lot of people. Like kids are getting back to school. There's Thanksgiving, obviously. People are traveling. Same with December. Kids are traveling. I mean, I'm sorry. People are traveling. Kids are out of school, going to see family, Christmas, Thanksgiving, you know, all this stuff. It's like, okay, like, you know what? Like maybe fat loss isn't the most important thing. Maybe like this is a time where, okay, for the for the past six months, I've been dieting and I've been losing weight and I've been feeling great. Okay, cool. Like let me take a maintenance phase. That way I can... Again, mentally give myself a break to recover. Physically give myself a break to recover from the diet. Because I know I'm going to be with my in-laws and it might be a bit more stressful. So, like, I won't have to worry about every single calorie. I know I have more calories to kind of to kind of work with. So, that's kind of what I'm speaking at is don't be afraid to kind of be in a maintenance period or a maintenance zone. Or, or even work your way back up to maintenance. Which, for those of you who have lost weight and kind of, like, are at, at where you want to be and need to work your calories back up... I know it's a scary thing, but that is also okay. And I, I did a whole podcast on that. If you scroll through, I think it's called the Reverse Dieting Comprehensive Guide. So if you scroll through the podcast, I, I did a whole a whole podcast on how how you can find your maintenance calories after you've already lost your weight. So that you, you can go check that out. But um, but yeah, guys, that that's basically what that was. What's on my mind here on this uh, Sunday night as it's raining outside? Um, and I, I wanted to make a podcast on it because I, I think it's important for a lot of people to hear coming from. A coach, somebody from coming from somebody who is a, I don't say this, but like a quote unquote expert or whatever it is. Like, it's okay to have periods of maintenance. You do not have to be so intense with your diet 24 7, 365 days a year. Like, this is not an extreme sport. We're not BMXing. We're not, we're not a professional athlete. Like, it's okay. You, you can, you can have periods of time where you eat more food. You can have periods of time where you're not so focused on fat loss, and that's okay. But, the one thing I'll say is just because you're not so focused on fat loss doesn't mean you go on the opposite end and just totally say screw everything. Like that's where I think people get messed up because they think it's either – again, they think it's all in or all out. Like either, okay, I'm in fat loss or fuck it, I'm not doing anything. No, there's still something to be said for eating at maintenance calories, still having a plan, still counting your calories, still being accountable to somebody, whatever it is. Like having that kind of uh, accountability to like, okay, I'm not just going to go you know, eat whatever the hell I want, eat, eat like a jackass, right? So – that's one thing I will say. But other than that, guys, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Um, and very quickly, for you listening out there who left me a review, uh, Rockstar Nurse, I think is the name. I want to go check that right now on my phone, actually. Um, yeah, Rockstar Nurse. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for leaving that review. I, I really – I mean, thank you more than anything because, you know, if you haven't gone, if, if you don't see the review, obviously you can't see the review. You can go check the review on my uh, on my podcast. Just scroll on to the bottom; it'll show you the um, reviews and stuff. But this this person left a left a review, and it's just basically saying how they're just freaking killing it. Like I don't, they, they've lost eighteen pounds in I think ten weeks. They said you know they they've been in the space for a while. They've kind of tried every fad diet. They've done everything, and and 
the the words I've been kind of been able to spread have kind of resonated with them in the sense of like, oh, okay, that's why fad diets work for two months or three months or four months, and then you just gain all the weight back. Or like, you know, so again, thank you for leaving that because as I said in my last podcast, the the reason I keep doing these podcasts is for people like that, for people people like that who take the information, take the content, see results, get value from it, feel better, change their lives. Like again, I don't go on here like, oh, I I had. A thousand downloads today. I probably, I probably don't even have that, but whatever it is, like I don't go check the stats or anything like that. Like I just do it because a, like I was sitting here on a Sunday night thinking about something and I wanted to talk about it, and also b, like I enjoy people getting value. I enjoy helping people from this. And again, I don't get paid to do a podcast or anything like that. Like I'm, again, just literally trying to help. So um, thank you for that, Rockstar Nurse, whoever that is. Please send me a message if that is you. I would love to thank you one on one. But um, yeah. Again, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll talk soon.